Son of a bitch. <laughs> this is Brute McVeigh's Wrestling Review. I am Brute McVeigh, your host. Here, as always, is my co-host, DJ Convoy. What's up, man? Yeah, not too much. What's up, my people? So uh, this week we have a very special guest, a, a fledgling, uh, up-and-coming wrestler. You may also know him as the peach machine of figure four empire fame. But he also wrestles under the name. Uh, let me see. What's it say here? The, the beach buddy, Brian Ash, uh, Brian, how are you today? That's perfect. Wonderful. I, I love it. Yeah, exactly who I am. It doesn't matter. Do you know how many people are like, Zero. Uh, Brian <laughs> Nash. I'm like, sure, whatever. I don't give a shit. You're never going to come to a show. You're never no. going to look me up on Instagram. <laughs> I don't have Instagram. I don't have social media. But hey, before we get started here, I, I got to know which one of you is, you guys seem to be like playing fair here. Like one of you, one of you hates the other one, right? Like that's like that's that's how it works in podcasting land. There, there's so much resentment just boiling over on the, this end of things. I mean, Jesus. Slow build. Right. Horrible. Slow. Yeah. We're both we both share the same first name, and so I think that's something naturally that like you can feud off of that. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. Yeah, no, I, I actually was you know I'm, I want to be very complimentary of the show. I've listened to every episode, and as we were kind of discussing beforehand, like I think it's right in my wheelhouse. Um, I loved the Monday Night Wars. I love what you guys do. You you, you read the old wrestling mags. I'm sure I had. I had copies to all that stupid crap. I had the WCW magazine, the WWF magazine, Wow magazine. I, I had it all, so I really liked you, like your guys' show and the retrospective you take on it. You're, you're um, already so. my favorite guest, and we've had Jim Valley and producer Rob on. <laughs> well, Jim Valley is a scumbag. Everybody knows that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he he! If you ever seen him on Twitter, he is just nothing but trash talking people and just like put like you know he's just like making fun of orphans on there. It's really bad. He he is, he is a heat magnet. That is true. <laughs> or or like possibly the nicest man on the planet. I like that you're in heel mode. He did this show. Can you believe Jim Valley, who escaped death multiple times? He spent his valuable minutes talking to me about nothing, just like stuttering through an interview. And often Jim, to I'm do sorry. It and most importantly, I mean, voluntarily. Yeah. So wow, yeah. Um, so you you talked about the Monday Night Wars, but I want to take it back. Somehow we've been doing podcasts together for literally years. The Simpsons Watch Along podcast. It's you can find it wherever. And um, we've been friends even before that for a couple of years, but we've never really talked about wrestling that much, which is weird because our friendship was based on wrestling. Uh, I saw you, Why don't wearing... you tell everybody how we, yeah, <laughs> I was at the gym and I see this idiot wearing an Ascension t-shirt, <laughs> an Ascension t-shirt. And I walk up and I'm like, I can't believe it. I approached a total stranger and I was like, bro, is that an Ascension t-shirt? And you're like, uh, do you remember what you said? No, I don't. I don't. You just was, immediately name dropped him, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm friends with him." <laughs> like, Pete, don't Pete, judge me, not, man. I bought the, this. You're, you're not. You're not the weird owl guy with his mom on every WWE show, are you? <laughs> no. no. Oh my god, I know exactly oh, what you're talking him. about. I love that guy. We call him. We call him long hair witch nose. Oh man, we call him weird owl guy. Oh yeah, I've googled that guy. I've researched that guy. I've like tried to figure it out, and apparently, apparently, like a lot of people have. And so he's like cooked a bunch of bullshit backstories, and like no one really knows why he's at every WWE show. But if you oh notice, he hasn't he hasn't been there for like a long time now. Oh, I, I, 
hopefully, hopefully he's uh, changed the channel over to TNT at this point. I've heard you talk okay. about yeah. I've heard you talk about him like literally almost every time we've ever hung out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no joke. You bring him up a lot. Like you did it the first thing in this podcast after you kissed ass. You just immediately <laughs> went to long hair witch nose guy. He's one of my favorite characters, man. Like I, he's I, not I, bullshit. I know all the WWE like fans, like or at least I used to like sign guy and like. You know, like that, like that, like the, uh, you know, the, uh, Hawaiian shirt, uh, you know, Hawaiian hat guys in ECW, like you, yeah. you, you get to know them cause you watch so much of that garbage TV. You're just like, I don't even want to see what's going on <laughs> in the ring. Let's see what long hair, <laughs> witch nose is up to. <laughs> Maybe you just have ADD. And I certainly have that. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, so we talked about the Monday night wars briefly, but like, when did you start watching wrestling? Like what is your earliest wrestling memories that like hooked you? My dad took my cousin and I to a wrestling show, and I don't remember what year it was, but it was maybe whatever year WrestleMania three was. Um, What was it? Like 87 or so. Yeah, yeah, that's about because I was like in fourth grade or third grade or something like that. And I saw Savage Steamboat and they they basically did the match like they were working out the shit and. And like, and I, and I, I remember, and I was just like, well, Ricky, the dragon's the coolest person that that's ever lived on the planet. Like I, I got to yeah. become like a ninja and, you know, I mean, it, it was awesome. And so, yeah, I, I, but we didn't watch wrestling very much growing up, um, <laughs> until we'd catch the Saturday morning garbage shows, you know? And, uh, one of the things that, that kind of made me a wrestling fan is bizarre, um, was razor Ramon. So I went down to my basement one Saturday morning and I got two little brothers and <laughs> one of my, one of my brothers, uh, the older one of the two, I'm the oldest. He was making the littler one drink water, incessantly drink water. They were probably <laughs> seven and five. Okay. I'm like 11 and they're like, I don't know, eight and six or something like that. And the, the middle one's making the younger one drink water. And he's speaking like razor Ramon. He's going, you you will take the Reza Ramon water challenge. And, and the other one's like, like laying on the floor. He's like, my stomach hurts. Like, no, no, Reza Ramon, drink more water. And he's just doing the worst Reza Ramon. And he just keeps, do- and he's like forcing water down my little brother's throat. And, and like, he's getting sick. And he's just like, no, Reza Ramon, he drink more water than that. You take the Reza Ramon water challenge. And so, and so like, Wrestling kind of like what like that okay so that was it and then I'm in I'm in I'm in college in 1997 and I don't I don't we didn't have cable TV growing up and I get cable TV for the first time in my dorm room and I turn on Monday Nitro and who jumps in the ring is Razor Ramon oh, oh yeah Dude, I'm like oh my God that's 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 the Razor Ramon water <laughs> challenge guy. <laughs> he sounds French. <laughs> it might have been Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I said I watched the whole show, and it was you know it was the night show that he invaded, and that and then I never missed a show from then, and then and then I cut, and then from there, like I was a WCW guy, and and then I you know I didn't even. I was like, hey, WWF's dumb. Like, you know, it was the hot shit. NWO and all that stuff was just coming around. Um, yeah. 
and, okay. and that's how I got that. That's I, it. I, I definitely got to take it back uh, just a little bit to the water okay. challenge. <laughs> okay. Was the water challenge something that you all did often, or was that the only ever water challenge? No, only one. That's really made up. Oh yeah. My, okay. my little brother. My little brother is quite creative. He has his own heel character, <laughs> uh, he, called King Riley, and okay. so so whenever we play a game, like if we were playing like a stick ball in the backyard, and I'd strike him out, I'd be like, "Got you, struck you out." He'd be like, "No, you struck out King Riley." And I'd be like, <laughs> "No, I, that was you." He's like, "No, I switched to King Riley right before you threw it past me." I'm like, "But no, that was you. You didn't say that." He's like, "No, I'm King Riley." That's tremendous. <laughs> and King Riley was like the. Ultimate fall guy for all his foibles. That's amazing. I, I didn't do that. King Riley did it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Another piece of the puzzle in knowing you is how crazy your brothers are, also. Oh, so, yeah, uh, for sure. Did he do Razor Ramon other times? Yeah, uh, okay. I think so. Yeah, he, he didn't just do the water challenge, but he, yeah, he, he, that's he did what the I was wanting to voice. get to eventually. Was, were yeah. these both like isolated incidents okay i mean it's just i'm just fascinated by the mind that comes up with the razor yeah. water challenge that's a that's a hell of a torture for a younger brother <laughs> so, there, there were quite a few yeah well, well that's interesting because i took a big break from wrestling um like in the 90s and i came back to wcw right after the nwo invasion and so like it wasn't the scott hall like right when it happened but it was a few weeks later and so, like, we both got back in at the same time. And so I was, like, a big WCW guy. But I, I, most people made the switch, um, especially since WCW went under eventually. But, like, did you ever switch to WWF? And when was that? Because, you know, the most obvious time is probably Stone Cold. I think that's what got me over. Right. I can tell you exactly when it happened. <clears throat> it was Mike Tyson. Um, I was at... So, you know, I was only watching WCW and, and, and then I'm over at my friend's house. Like, I didn't even really know about WWF raw. Like I, I swear, like I didn't really know. Uh, and then and I would only watch nitro nitro was on, on the same time. And then, and then I was over at buddy's house. Like, he was like, Oh, let's flip on raw. I'm like, Oh, okay. And Mike Tyson's in the ring and they're, they're doing the whole thing with, and it was like the, the pull apart one. And, you know, he was siding, he was siding with, with, with DX and all that stuff. And I'm like, Oh man. This is cool. DX yeah. is awesome. And then, and then, so I didn't switch. I just became into both. And so I would, I watched everything, man. I watched, I watched Nitro. I watched Raw. I watched Thunder. I watched SmackDown, ECW. I watched everything. I, I just became like literally, I think there was like, I, if I could run through like the, the, the TV schedule in my head, there was like one, it was like Tuesday night, there was nothing. And I would be like, God damn Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I would watch, I would watch, I would watch uh, the first hour of Nitro. Then I'd watch Raw and then I'd watch the replay of Nitro. And That's crazy. Yeah. yeah and then I watched everything. I was insane. It was insane. How old then, were you? Then, uh, 19, 20, something like that. Ni- 19 right. through like 23. Okay. And when yeah. did you go to wrestling school? I never went to wrestling school. Um, oh, okay. I began. I began boxing at a, at a gym, um, in down in St. Louis and they had it, it, the, the, the facility was like an old school Rocky gym and there was two rings, one for boxing and one for pro wrestling. And I looked at, over at those fat idiots doing, <laughs> at the time there was, there was a lot of fat guys. And I mean, like if you've ever seen indie shows, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I was like, 
these guys are not athletes. Like here I am like loving the cruiserweights, like loving Billy Kidman, Ray Mysterio. I'm like, I could do all that stuff. These guys are trash. And I would just watch the, the biggest dopes just learn how to take bumps. And I was over there boxing and I'm a terrible boxer. Like I'm slow and, you know, yeah. average skill and speed, you know, whatever. But yeah. And so I was, I just started inquiring, started poking my head around to the other side. And some of the guys, you know, I, I had a few matches or whatever. They knew me and I was down there all the time training. And they're like, you know, why don't you take some bumps, kid? And so I started doing it. And before, before I knew it, I was better than all of them. And <laughs> like, and that's not, it's not saying much. Like, it sounds like I'm bragging, but it's not saying much. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was learning the business, but I didn't go to like a school per se. Okay. And then I trained for like six months. Um, and then I started having matches down <laughs> at the South Broadway athletic club where I have matches to this day. Wow. It's come full, come full circle. Yeah. I, I, my first match was in 2000. Oh, wow. And I, and I, my most recent match was last Saturday. <laughs> so there, there's been women who went to those shows and they're like grannies now. And they're telling their grandkids like, I remember him when he was a young, handsome man. Are these stunt, are these stunt grannies is the important question. They can all be converted oh, no. just as quick as you can switch to King. What's his name? King Riley. <laughs> King no. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. No, but actually where I wrestle is a really cool place. It's been around since the seventies. They run one show a month. It's the second Saturday of every month. And I really have nothing but, but good things to say about it. Like it's old school. It's like a time capsule of independent wrestling. And like literally the guy that I, that started booking me in, in 2000, he died like six months ago and yeah. And he, he had been doing it. He started there as a wrestler in the seventies, wrestled throughout the eighties, started booking in the nineties and died. Like I said, six, eight months ago, whatever it was. Um, and like one, one of the guy, a couple of the guys who, who I started with, like they never left. They were still there. They're still there. When I when I came back a couple of years ago and started working there again, they're still there and they look exactly the same, <laughs> and 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 it's 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 very unique. Like and it's a lot of people. It sells out every month. It only seats like five hundred people, but it sells out every month. And half the people are there for the wrestling, and the other half are there to watch the people watching the wrestling. <laughs> it is a very interesting group of, of a dichotomy of people. There's like. You know, there's like 25 year olds to 35 year olds who are there for the two dollar Bud Lights, and then there's all the people who've been coming since since forever since, and their grannies got them there, and they've been there, and I recognize those people, and they 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 know exactly who I am, and they know all the <laughs> stories and everything. It's fun. It's a fun show. Okay, so how old were you once you had your first match? I guess in 2000, I was 20 years old. Okay, so it wasn't long after you like got back into it. You were like, "Screw it, I can do it." Exactly. Yeah, I watched it for a couple of years and then just started doing it. And so, good. I was just gonna say, um, I've you hear about like people's first matches and how like they're just horrible. Do you have any stories from like your early matches of, of how things went? I I know exactly how how it went. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> my first, you know, it was a very good match, and it was because we had it 100% choreographed. Um, you know, it wasn't working a match. It was uh-huh. with one of the guys who would train me, and I was under a hood. I was doing a thunderbolt. It was just a, a black mask with a black, you know, singlet and stuff. And my name was Thunderbolt. I went out there and I did a <laughs> ten minute, 
10 minute dance around and I did the job and you know, that's how they started you off. You, you, you started off as the job guy, right? They had two job guys, Thunderbolt and red devil. Um, and you know, so I, so I did that for like one month, two months. And then my month three, I was like, I gotta, if they're not going to let me take the hood off, like I gotta start doing my own, my own shit with it. So I started, you, you ever seen, I'm sure you have seen the, seen the big Lebowski. Oh yeah. Well, I switched my music to Hotel California. Okay. And I started acting like I was the Jesus. Oh, and, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I did it. I came I I had a I added a cape and I added like it, I found this Darth Maul um costume and I cut it it had like a hood and I cut the it had like a Darth Maul mask on it and I cut the Darth Maul face out of it. And I had Le Bolt glitter glittered on the back. <laughs> Le Bolt. And I would I came out and I was dancing and I'd started and, and I started to get over. And that was the only month I was allowed to do Le Bolt. And they cut that <laughs> off. Really? They're like, Why you're did killing they cut our, it off? Because I because too over. because that I was too over. That was yeah. the job character. Yeah. And then they, they took me out from under the hood and they said, You're Danny Kidman now. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, really? Did you, did yeah, you have everyone, like a wife beater and and uh, are you his, exactly. are you his brother? Yes. Unclear. Okay. <laughs> Unclear. I got People, quick, go ahead. I just got a quick Thunderbolt question. Sure. Um, so would like multiple people be thunderbolt and it's just like your thunderbolt for these three months and then like the next you get a new gimmick and then the next jobber is also thunderbolt or were you specifically exactly. like they saw you and you're like this guy's thunderbolt no no he was just he'd been he'd been the job guy there since okay. since so it's a way a way to do reps without you know the people yes. see face yeah i get it sure right and i didn't get it and i was just like i don't want to do this, this is stupid like i want to do my own thing and you know <laughs> LeBolt was born, and LeBolt had legs, man. He could he could have gotten. I'm telling you, I might have done it. I might have done it two months in a row, and then they're like, nope, no more with that. How are you (laughs) going to get the mask off? What do you mean? I know you'd probably been thinking about that. Like, hey, I got to get people see my face, right? I got to get Bolt over here. Oh uh, no, I didn't think about that. Like, like lose the mask or something like that. Yeah, eventually, right? I like honestly that worked for Hoovy. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> sort of. I, mean, I did. I did smoke a bunch of meth cigarettes in Australia <laughs> one time. How was that? Did you did you defenestrate yourself at, at nude? Though is the question. I did. I went to the hotel lobby and then I slipped on the entrance ramp on the way out. It was great. That sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> who was who was your first match against someone where you were like, oh shit, like I actually like know this guy. Because I know you've wrestled people like Tracy Smothers. Um, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Who was like the, the first f- one that you saw that you were up against on the list and you were like, oh, shit. Uh, that would be Supernova. Oh, wow. Of ECW yeah. fame? Yeah, I wrestled Nova. Um, they did this. They did this. Uh, so so I, I was down in South Broadway for, for a, a, a minute for like a year or something. And then I get, and then this this other indie promo- company started up called Gateway Championship Wrestling, and I and I quote signed with them, I <laughs> agreed agreed to work for free, and uh, <laughs> but but it was like it was like 
it was like ECW wrestling. Like it was like, they'd let us do whatever wrestling we wanted. And it was all guys, my age. And there were way more athletes in there versus me just like clowning around with a fat guy. And <laughs> I thought like, this is a big break. Like they were going to, they were going to pay me 50 bucks a match. Um, turned out to be zero match, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I, so I started working with this, with this indie group. And so like South Broadway would never bring in names like that. That wasn't their thing. Like they just booked their guys. But GCW, you know, they're trying to become a promotion. They were trying to be like the Midwest ECW. And so, like, they booked Rob Van Dam and some different things like that. And they booked Rob Van Dam versus Nova. And they booked, oh. they booked RVD for one show. And then they brought Nova back. And then okay. they brought Nova back to face me. And so I got, to, I got to have a match with him. And then I was supposed to have a match against Kid Cash. But he got put in jail or something and couldn't make it. That old trick. Yeah, yeah. I was really he was hoping... ducking you. That that that's what it was. He was ducking you. That's true. Because so, he, he was but, out of meth cigarettes, you know. Uh, the the first time I was like on like a a significant car, like right after ECW kind of folded, there was you know they were all running you know like these quasi like e- amalgamation of ECWs across yeah. the the country, and there was one show that they used the gateway ring and it was in Peoria, Illinois. And the, our promoter was like, yeah, you can use our ring, but you got to use, you got to use some of our guys in the show. And I was one of the guys in the show. So I had, I had the, one of the opening matches, but then on that show was balls and Axel and the oh, Harris shit. brothers and Tommy dreamer and, uh, Raven and, and Sandman. And, and like, got, so like I was in the back, just like, like, like I, I can't believe I'm sitting in the same locker room with these guys. That would be was intimidating. A, yeah, and here's the funny story from that night. Please, um, the <clears throat> the Harris brothers. You remember they they did table spots, right? Uh-huh. And there was one table, and the, <laughs> and the, they were planning on using it. They were planning on using the table, and I guess it didn't get discussed. But balls in his match went through the table. Oh, yeah, and balls comes to the back. And the Harris boys are like, are we allowed to curse on here? I probably already have. We have multiple yeah. times. Okay. They're like, they're like, like, what the fuck was that balls? You fucked up our entire finish. And he's like, he's like, what? You guys didn't tell me about that. And the Harris brothers beat the shit out of them backstage. <laughs> and just like, like not with closed fists, but just like smacked him in the back of the head, smacked him in the face, kicked him in the ass. And Balls just is just like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Wow. <laughs> and, and they're just beating him and just like berating him and like physically hitting him. And, I, and I'm like, should, should someone do something? And I see Tommy Dreamer just walk by, doesn't even turn his head and just like grabs his kendo stick and just goes out to the next match. Like literally just no sold it to the end. Just another night. Like, it's fine. Just another night. There's another night backstage with Balls getting his ass kicked. It was. You it, learned a lot that night. I learned a lot that night. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, oh, that night, Rocco Rock found my wallet and yelled at me. Why? Because he's like, "You dumb kid, you stupid asshole! You got like sixty bucks in here. You're lucky I'm <laughs> returning this to you." I'm like, uh, uh, "I'm like, thank you." <laughs> Rocco Rock so, could have stolen well, your identity. Well, he was probably mad because he had money in his wallet. And you were like, weren't keeping it in your boot or whatever, like lame carny wrestling trick he had been taught would be my knee jerk guess. 
I had set it down on a chair with my shit to go set, help set up the ring. And he like was like, how dumb could you fucking be, you stupid kid? <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be robbed today, sir. Thanks. Right, right. Yeah, I, pre- yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was really hoping when you were talking about the RVD versus uh, Nova match that you were going to say RVD canceled. And so like they put you in there with Nova. So they, uh, you know, everyone saw the flyer where it's RVD, but they get you. And then like, he, he just had to do like RVD like mannerisms and stuff. No, he just does his stupid dancing gimmick, and everyone's pissed and just throws <laughs> bottles at him. I just do Le Bolt. Right <laughs> you just do Le Bolt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. That, yeah, uh, I, I, that that was the first time I ever had some like matches that I thought were like you know, and I I would I would say like I had pretty good matches. They weren't great, but you know, passable for the time. I thought they were very good at the time, but I'm sure they were, you know, probably one and a half, two star matches nowadays. Not well, yeah, book. but you're talking, you know, the standards of, you know, a 2001, 2002, you know, Midwestern indie. I mean, it was probably fine. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I've seen your recent matches. I would give those at least, you know, two stars. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, nowadays it's a, <laughs> it's a bit different. I, one of my friends sent me a, a link to a video uh, of a match that I had with Matt Seidel in 2003. Okay. And you know, Matt's not Matt yet, but he's, he's getting there, but he still does all the stuff. And, and Matt and I are very good friends. And so we had worked out this match perfectly and it's like eight minutes and it's like spot for spot. Perfect. Like we didn't screw anything up, but we did so much dangerous, unnecessary shit for like 47 people on, on a, <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a night we're not getting paid like yeah. not only we're we not getting paid we're setting up the ring we're, we're getting there at like noon setting up the ring staying there all day working out our match having the match breaking down the ring you know leaving at midnight driving three hours home like that's the kind of shit that we did for an eight minute like death spot like i did i did uh, what i did basically um a pedigree off the top rope to him Jesus. i flipped <laughs> flipped him over, but like he was like I had him like razor's edge style, and I flipped him over, and he landed on his face, and I landed on my knees like pedigree style off the top rope, like and I was like Not he could have died, yeah. yeah. But passionate, it shows the passion that you all had, and it's then the, I think it's the King's Road, it's the King's Road in the Midwest. That's exactly right. And then I look at my match I had last weekend where I took two bumps and danced <laughs> around for for eight and a half of the 10 minutes that we were out there. Yeah. 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 That shows you've matured as a worker. We're we're smarter, not harder. I had one of your matches on my TV when my mom came over for coffee. Did I tell you what she said? I think you did, but I can't remember. She was like, isn't he too old to be doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes is the answer. That's what I said. I was like, yeah, he is, but he is pretty good at it because I do enjoy your matches. What would you describe your current gimmick, the beach body Ryan Ash, as? Uh, it's a little bit like LeBolt, quite frankly. Like, <laughs> You've been doing the same gimmick for years. <laughs> He's been refining the same gimmick for years. Fair enough, man. So basically, in when I was like 2003 or four, I turned heel and I became hard knocks, okay? I was became hard knocks Ryan Ash, where I was just like really into myself. And like, you know, thought I thought I was, you know, a ladies man and all that stuff. And but but I was an MMA fighter. I was like a tough guy. So if you if you <laughs> if you cross 
if you cross, no, well, because I started doing MMA fighting at the same time. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to do both as the same gimmick. I'm going to wear the same gear. You know, I, I was having legit MMA matches and also yeah. doing pro wrestling. So I was like, I'm just going to wear the same gear and call myself hard knocks and, and, you know, do this character and, you know, be like totally egotistical, kind of like Shawn Michaels. So, so my character now is kind of like hard knocks mixed with Le Bolt. It really is. Except that, <laughs> I love except it. that I'm, I'm from Clearwater beach, Florida, and I wear, you know, beach related tights and colors and, you know, there's a, li- there's a little Rick rude in there. A lot of Rick rude, a lot of Mr. Yeah. Wonderful. You've recently incorporated some Paul Orndorff, which I I do like. I like when you went to give your glasses to a kid in the front row, but then you're like, no, actually, I need these. (laughs) (laughs) I do that every month. I I get on the top rope. I take my glasses off and I look at a kid and I go, who wants these glasses? And they all go, me, 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 me. And I go to toss it to him. And instead of tossing them, I put them right back on my head. Oh, (laughs) no way. These are too awesome. Yeah, you're good at that. You're good at being a total ass. Um, so you wrestled, did you ever wrestle impact? I did wrestle for impact a couple of times. Yeah. When any, they good, in, any good impact stories? Oh yeah. There was some, I uh, got to eat at the, uh, the white trash diner. A bunch oh, did of you times. get a voucher for the diner? That's tremendous. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 We, so we, when they were doing the Wednesday night pay-per-views, um, we kind of got hooked up with Bill Barron's and he was booking, he, and they, you know, that's kind of how Matt and Delirious um, got their breaks, really, was through that. And so Matt, Delirious, myself, a few other people randomly would come. We'd all go down there and just kind of hope for a match. And three or four times I got a match and, you know, had some had some some six mans on on what was the hell is the name of that show? Explosion. Expl- Explosion. Yeah. yeah, I was on. I was I never made the pay-per-view. Um, you know, I wrestled. Shark Boy and AJ and you know in multi man matches cool. they were it was just a spot fest right yeah it, that's all it was it was like go out there put together seven minutes of crazy shit and and then lose and I was like all right super easy <laughs> and then lose <laughs> yeah because you know they uh, they put you know, guys like Jimmy Rave were down there um, Salvinaro uh, just it was just like it would just be. Okay, we're the we're the Midwest job guys. Oh, here's the East, the Georgia job guys. We all meet it. We all meet in in Nashville, and we all have a shitty six man. And uh, there you go. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, it sounds yeah. like a lot of fun, though, right? Yeah, I mean, if you count like literally, Seidel and us once my we left college together. We left it like Smart. I don't know. We left it. <laughs> we dropped out of college. Uh, we left it like eight. 8 p.m. Okay. We drive back to St. Louis. We get on a Greyhound bus at like midnight. We get the mid, the Greyhound bus was like $30. We take the Greyhound bus. It takes us like 12 hours to get to Nashville, which is a five hour drive. Like I, I just resorted to sleeping underneath all the seats. I was like, (laughs) I, I don't care who you are above me. I just, I just took my sweatshirt put it over my face and just crammed myself under a row of seats. And Matt was like, I can't believe you're doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get there at like noon. We're dead tired. We go, we hitchhike to the, to the venue. Like, like literally dropped it off at the bus station. We don't have a car. We hitchhike to the, to the fairgrounds. We show up. Oh good. Our names aren't on the list. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wonderful. Walking around, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's there like, hold on. Uh, let, hold on. Yeah, we'll get you in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, Matt, you do have a match. All right. We're going to, we're going to get you a match with, with whoever. Uh, Ash, we don't need you today. I'm like, that's shocking. Uh, <laughs> like, all right, go eat, the, go eat at the white trash cafe. Go down there. You get the white trash cafe. Hang out. You know, you, you stick around, you know, after the match and the the bus doesn't leave till midnight. We got to catch a ride back down there and take another 12 hour vaunt jaunt down back to St. Louis and then drive from there back to Columbia, Missouri. So, so 30 yeah. hours to not have a match. Is a yeah. 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 Pretty, Can you imagine doing place. that now? Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I used to drive. We used to drive 14. I would drive to Georgia. I, went, I drove to Georgia one time to to outside of Atlanta to do a wild side taping. Remember that? Oh, I don't remember wild side. Do you convoy? Yeah. I, I, I absolutely know NWA wild side. Yeah. But I'm a dork. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe it's like 17 hours. Cause we had to pick people up on the way, you know, and it just took forever. And I get there and they're like, all right, you're in the battle Royal. Uh, here's your spot. You run in guy spears, you throws you out. I'm like, ah, like that, I drove. I drove down there for like a twelve-second spot in a, a battle royal. That's when you shoot. You gotta shoot at that point. <laughs> Pete, you know all that uh, wild side stuff. Well, not I don't know about all, but a lot of it's on uh, IWTV these days. I don't care at all. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, you I, go, you don't relive your twelve seconds of uh, glory. I don't care to relive any of that crap. I really don't. Like, I'm not nostalgic for it. Like, I. <laughs> it, I like watching my new stuff. I'm kind sure. of embarrassed by the dumb stuff I did no, back I back in the day. Like I don't I don't have a single videotape of like any of my original run at South Broadway. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. It's just you know I because I, I don't I'm I'm not like a mark for myself. I know it's, it's like I really like I don't sell T-shirts. I don't sell eight by tens. I I know I know my role. You know I'm never going to be a, a top guy. I'm never going to be a main event guy. And I just want to go out there, have fun for 10 minutes, get a good reaction from the crowd, and try not to get hurt. That's that that sounds it. more than fair. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you got a big reaction from the videos I saw. No, my, my character's pretty over down there, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And you know, you, and it doesn't take much. You show up six months in a row, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, this this music, you know. Britney but, Spears, right? Yeah, Britney Spears. What do you come out to? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, "Give Me More" by Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, that's and, Pete right there. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I get, I yell "Give Me More" and stuff, and you know, I play to the crowd, and and like, 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 seriously, my goal is for people to say that was the best match on the card, and you know, I'm not bragging, but it is every month, and it's, it's like, it was like, yeah, like I've, I've, fig- I've figured this out, is what I'm saying. I figured yeah. this out. It's not. It's not rocket like and the shit I was doing in in 2003 with with flipping Matt off my shoulders to you know <laughs> he, like he did he he did a freaking like he jumped up the top he slingshotted over the top rope onto my shoulders and we did a Rana to the guardrail I'm like what yeah, what on what planet is it yeah I took a I I remember wrestling Delirious and he does like like this he puts hooks me for like a half Nelson driver and like. <laughs> like, almost paralyzes me. Again. Like, like, like it, it just, just like the dumbest shit. Yeah. And and was, and the whole time, here's here's the kicker. The whole time, there's these vets in the locker room being like, "Y'all are y'all are idiots. Y'all y'all do not need to do that much. You do not need to do that much." 
And we're like, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm the vet going like, you, you, you dumb kids. You, I, I watched the story all the match. time. Yeah, you dumb kids. Like the, the, the match after me this past weekend was like two cruiserweights. And they did like a spear through the ropes. And like they both came back limping. And they're both like <laughs> 120 pounds. Like, you know, no Farm physique. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you, you idiots. <laughs> you, you've officially become part of the circle of wrestling life where now you're the a- angry veteran who's just scolding these young children. Yeah, I walk around the locker. I limp around the walker, locker room. I give everybody the worker shake, and I say, hey, good, bro- <laughs> hey, good brother. Good to see you, good brother. Well, you said you wrestled Tracy uh, Smothers, so, yeah, you just kind of do the Tracy shtick, and you're fine. Tell me the Tracy oh. Smothers story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember much, but I remember he thought he was going to try out for the XFL one time. <laughs> what? No, you know, this is true. He was. It was after some some Ian Rotten garbage ass show in some place in Indiana. I don't. I don't remember. And he. It was like four in the morning, and he's like, "I'm gonna try for that XFL. I'm gonna start getting <laughs> getting in shape right now." And out in the parking lot, he starts running sprints in the parking lot at like four in the morning. He had to just be trying to pop you, right? I I hope so, but Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. that's hilarious. Oh, I can see him that. doing that though. I love yeah. that. There was one morning, I think I texted you like eight texts in a row of Tracy Smothers promos because I watched Tracy Smothers promos for like two hours, like nonstop, and I was just sending them to you. Yeah, like, but it was because it, he had just died, right? It was probably that was probably the reason. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like the next morning. I was getting all emotional yeah. watching him and Guido wrestle like New Jack and Mustafa. <laughs> Oh, okay. So there's a, so you brought the t- Tracy Smothers things. So we used to wrestle on these Wednesday night cards, and I can't remember. It was IWA Mid South in in Indiana somewhere, I think. And so I'm working delirious. And I'm, I'm like, "Hey, man, give me ten arm drags in a row." <laughs> <laughs> like, we, like we get there, and he's like, "You're up," and we're like, "Like we we work nothing out." I'm like, "Just give me ten arm drags in a row," and we just did ten arm drags in a row. Boom. The finish? I, and it wasn't the finish, but it was just like, because Delirious used to do like the thing where he'd give like 30 clotheslines in the, in the corner and he would just clothesline you and back out and clothesline you back out back. Out. And just like, so the, it was like one, like when a joke, you know, goes too far, it's not funny. And then they keep doing it and it comes back and it's funny again. Yeah. Like, I like guess that kind of a spot. And yeah, we did, we did 10 really? arm drags. And, and then later in the show, there was, God, there was a, a light tube death match. And there was like, I'm mean like, I'm not kidding you guys, like 25 people in the crowd. Like, <laughs> and I can't remember the guy's name. What was his name? I think he's, I think he died actually. He was an indie guy, he died. There were, before he went out for his match, there was a cop car sitting in the back, like parked out back by the, by the locker room. And he's, he was like, watch this. And he just pisses into the open window of the cop car <laughs> and then goes out there and has a life to death match. What the hell was that kid's name? I'm pretty sure he died. Yeah, it's pretty rock and roll, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I, I was in the parking lot of a tax place on Washington Pike in Knoxville, saw a death match with light tubes and staplers. And yeah, it was it was probably like 30 people. And it was a giant fat guy who had already won a battle royal because he probably couldn't go over the top rope. 
and like a tiny, skinny, methed out dude just beating the hell, just stapling each other's foreheads for 30 people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But my wife I, might be watching that match in the uh, living room right now. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand deathmatch wrestling. I think it was Trent Acid. Yeah. He is, okay. in fact, dead if it was Trent Acid. Yes. It might have been him. It might have been him. Anyway. Cop car pissing and light tube smashing. <laughs> Just like Ric Flair. <laughs> I wouldn't put any of that past Ric Flair, like even to this, this day, probably. He would yeah. probably take a bump in light tubes if someone would let him. Oh, if someone paid him, I'm sure he'd do it. Yeah, he's got to get paid a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so aren't you going to go ahead? Oh, what were you going to say? No, nothing. Go ahead. Uh, I felt like you were going to ask me a question, even though I'm the host of this show. I'm not. I'm not going to ask you a question. I hear. I, no, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want you to approach me like we are about to have a match. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You've never met me before, and it's my first match ever. And you're just finding me in the locker room. I want you to like work, w- walk me through the pitch for the match. Okay. I will do that. But first, I want to tell you a quick story about this exact scenario that happened to me about four months ago. Please. Okay. So, so every month at Broadway, I just show up. I don't know who I'm working beforehand. There's only 15 guys in the roster. Like they're putting me with someone. So I show up and I'm not paying attention. I don't even go look at the card. And some young kid walks up to me. He's like, Hey man, did you hear the news? We're working each other. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Who are you? (laughs) Did you hear the news? (laughs) Yeah. It's a little cheese. And I'm like, yeah, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm this guy. And I'm like, he's like, so I was thinking about what we could do. And he's like, oh, so I was like, I, I, and he's like rattles off like three or four things in a row. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to be doing any of that. I'm going go, <laughs> to go sit down for a minute and, and catch my breath here. And we'll talk in a little bit. Catch my breath. <laughs> I was just like, like he just came up to me like a gust of wind. And I don't know if I said catch my breath, but I said like to chill out for a second or something like that. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to be doing any of that. Cause he was like, I'm going to give you with a power bomb. I'm going to give you with this inverted, whatever. And I'm going to, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not taking anything inverted tonight. No. And I, and I, and I remember I specifically said, I said, how long have you been doing this? He's like, oh, I, I, I started training in 2018. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be over there. We'll talk in a minute. <laughs> just like totally big big shot at him and i was like settle down there greenhorn <laughs> let me t- let me tell you how this is gonna go so anyway we had, he was actually he was actually a really good worker and he really did a nice job and he we put together a good match so i it was actually the guy that like busted up your eye no that was another guy and again that was a total accident you know just he went, and it, it was a spot that I told him to do. I said, Superman punched oh. me off the, yeah, I said, Superman punched me off the top, you know, and he just clipped me with it. So whatever. Um, okay. So I walk up to you. Yeah. All right. First of all, I don't walk I'm up like to you. I'm like reading a walk book up or something. <laughs> Where are we? The library? No, we're in the locker room, but um, I brought books because I thought I might be sitting around for a while. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. I go up and I swat the book out of your hand. And I'm like, oh, you're a great horn. 
you better straighten your ass up. I yes, got sir. some shit. To- <laughs> no, okay. So honest to God, I, yeah. I don't know you. I, I I go, hey man, you know, hey, I'm I'm Ash. I'm whatever. We're working tonight. Um, we got ten minutes. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, I was like, I'm the heel. Tell me about your character. That's what I always ask. Tell me okay. about your character. I'm a reverse vampire, and I'm also trying out for the Major League Baseball team locally. Cool. What's your name? Uh, Billy the Reverse Vampire. Oh, BTR. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, Billy. Here, here we go. Okay. What's your What's your finish? Uh, sit out tombstone from the top. All right, I'm kicking out of that. What's your second? <laughs> Sharpshooter. All right, I'm gonna reverse that. There's no problem. No. So, so I, 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 I like you know, I, I work backwards. I go, I go. Well, all right, who, who's over? All right, I'm going over. You're, you're going over. All right, good. All right. So here's here's what I got. Here's my finish. Here's how you're gonna counter my finish into the reverse tombstone off the top rope. Yeah. Like, all right. So now we're gonna go from here. So, so and then I just build the match backwards. I'm like, okay, so. Because what's important is the finish, right? That's what the people are going to remember. They're going to go, they're not going to go, oh, you blew the chain wrestling. Oh, that was terrible, blah, blah, blah. They're going to go, the last three minutes were tight, and that's that's what's important, and that's what they walk away with the impression of. So I always figure that out first. But for real, I'll, I'll say, okay, so your, your finisher is, some, is the, the type, type, top rope tombstone driver. Okay, how can we get to the top rope? All right. We're going to have you, you're smaller than me. We're going to have you come out of nowhere, hit the mm. move for the finish. One, two, three, blah, 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 blah. I'll say, okay, I'll pick you up. I'll, I'll set you up here. We'll do, we'll, we'll tease it earlier. You know, uh, I'll, I'll counter it once, whatever. We'll, you know, we'll do a duck duck and we'll go, we'll go here, hit the, hit the corner. I'll set you up and then we'll do it. Something like that. Where are we going to put the schmas? <laughs> I was like, I was like, and then we have a reverse battle Royal. <laughs> the ref just allows it <laughs> and and then i'll say you know you, you kind of get some input from the promoter I'm like they want me over i always just go if, if if i don't get any input i always just put the baby face over and i just you know just do dirty heat if i don't get like any any sort of specific and if i'm winning i always just go over dirty just because i don't give a shit you know i'm not like oh, i gotta get my shit in and hit my finisher like true. i almost i have noticed that you get your foot on the ropes or pull the tights or whatever yeah, because that my like I said, my job my job isn't to, to be a cool heel, Scott Hall, you know, Razor Ramon, water challenge guy. I, <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just laying down. I'm just doing the one two three, and I and, and like I swear to God, like I don't give a shit. The people at the people at the at the show, they're not going to remember next last month that I lost. They're only going to remember that that guy was entertaining. That's it. And there, and then when I come out, they're going to go. Oh yeah, like you can't remember who won or lost matches anyway. You just remember was it a fun match to watch? Did, did I you, like did that you, guy? Yeah, did you did you enjoy watching that guy or yelling at that guy or whatever it was? Yeah. That's really and, good like info, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and then and then like typically so like what I did this last Saturday with um God, I can't remember who it was. Like he was going over uh, and I was like, "You know, what's your finish?" He's like Tiger driver. And I go, uh, <laughs> I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what do you mean? And he's like, it's just a double underhook power bomb. And I go, mm, you're going to put me flat. He's like, I promise I'll put you flat. And I know the guy. So I kind of trusted him. So I was like, all right, 
there's your one. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that's fine. I'll lay down for that. And then, yeah. and then, so he's a guy I knew and I'd seen before. So I, I trusted him. I was like, all right, so here's how we start. We're going to, we're going to lock up and I'm just going to fuck around. He's like, great. I'm great at improv too. And I was like, oh, he's like, awesome. I was like, well then just feel it out from there. We'll fuck around for the first three or four minutes, do a little gaga, play to the crowd, bada bing, bada boom. We'll go for one. And then the first thing that we did, which was like the cutoff spot into the back elbow. And then, and then we were like, all right, run to the outside, go to the inside. He's like, okay, I, I do this move inside out. I go, perfect. We'll put that right there. And then I was like, and what two other things do you want to, do you absolutely want to get in? Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, step up in Zaguri or, or just jumping in Zaguri. And there was something else. And I was like, perfect. I will tell you when to do those. So that and, just keeps it simple. Yes. And I go, we're here's hit the these key. three notes and we're going to yes. fill in a little bit in between them. And then I and tell him the things I'm going to fill in. I go, I'm going to do the skull fuck spot. I'm going to do the surfboard <laughs> spot. I'm going to do, I'm going to put, I'm going to do the, the, the triangle sit up spot. And I'm like, I'll just tell you right before I'm going to do them. You don't have to do anything but sell, you know? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I said, the one thing I am going to get in is the dance. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that is the thing I will not sacrifice on. If I can do the dance and do the Gaga, I will get over. And you're talking about the Paul Orndorff knee drop, right? Correct. Okay. I, you know, I got to take a little credit for that. I'm the one that recommended that. Uh, you know what? I love when you give me spot suggestions. Like, I, I, and like, no shit, like, Convoy, if you got, you want a spot, you want to see me in my next match, just let me know. <laughs> I will well, work I, it in. You mentioned the skull fuck spot, and it's like, I love that spot. Uh, I remember uh, Alex Shelley doing that, like, in 2004 ROH, and these days this this chant wouldn't be okay but the crowd would chant that's gay that's gay and he'd look yeah. at the crowd and he'd say Shh, and I, I was delighted every single time <laughs> he's acknowledging that it's gay but he wants you to be quiet about it that's just fantastic <laughs> what a great man well he I teach, stole it teach from loud and proud yeah yeah um yeah for, for sure it, for, like exact and, and I love messing with the crowd like Yelling at the crowd is like some is some of my favorite stuff to do, and you know people will take photos of me, and I'll be like, like yeah, take a photo of me because your life sucks, and remember <laughs> what awesomeness looks like. You know, like, take take one and put it up on your Instagram to get some likes because you're disgusting. You know, just it, just anything I can. Yeah, just old school stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, Convoy, you have any other questions? No, I I, I really appreciate the kind of I I. I we, guys like us we figure we know kind of like how this shit works so it's kind of gratifying to hear peach tell us okay we build you know a logical match around you know the stuff that we want to do we build backwards from the finish that's really gratifying to hear that's really that's really i appreciate you letting us marks into the, the secret right. club if you will I, I i assure you it's not nearly as far off as you think it is backstage like look it like my like my uh, fiance has been backstage with me too a few times. Like when I worked the ROH show and shit, and she'd come with me, whatever. And she'd always be like, "What is going on? There's just like 15 guys staring <laughs> staring off into space, miming miming violence to nobody." And it's just like all, all of us we're all just walking through our shit in our head because we you're only there for like an hour or so beforehand, and you quickly put it together. And so you're like, so I'll be like, you know duck one here it is elbow 
drop this gaga just walk but you're like and you're like kind of half doing it and she and then yeah. she, she does she does an impression of me doing it that's pretty funny <laughs> i would love to see that that's yeah. perfectly miming violence yeah yeah i'm She's almost like, positive i'm almost positive peach i saw but, you like I think it was like it must have been right before you broke your leg, or it was yeah, it must, it must have been right before that. Were you on the show with Brian and uh, Disco Inferno? Were, were you on that yes. show? Yeah, okay, yeah, that was me. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely saw. Were you, you there? No, 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 no. Yeah, that yeah, that's a, lo- a loyal Empire supporter. So I, however, however that show was uh, streamed, I was able to see it. So right, yeah. So so that was an interesting show because it was supposed to be. Me and Mikey G as the Beach Bums versus Alvarez and someone else. And I can't remember who the someone else was. Yeah, a mystery partner. And I think it fell through or something. I don't, yeah. I don't quite recall. The-, the mystery partner fell through. And then I, it was just like, it was such a, a, a weird way it got booked. And, and <laughs> it was a, a nothing match. And it was like <laughs> three, it was like two and a half on one. And it was Brian, so easy. A, yeah, it, it was so, so silly and, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I and then like the Disco Inferno comes out and does nothing and uh, that yes, was, that's good. yeah. <laughs> and Granny ended up reviewing it like three times and like Excellent. not remembering it. And I re- I remember hearing maybe it was you telling me, but like Disco was like, "I'm the heel. I can't be like," like he was complaining right. about what was that he was going to be teaming with a face yes yes he was, so he was the like, big heel i want to come out and, right right he was a big heel in that promotion which whatever promotion that was i forget but yeah. future stars of wrestling that's just that yeah that's silly to care about that to that degree. totally silly totally silly yeah. Well, yeah, he's a big TV. Well, was a big TV star, and of course, he's going to get yeah. caught from the people in the t- in the crowd that know who this is. So, yeah, whatever. Oh, that big disco pop. Oh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk shit about Dirty Ron or Brian Alvarez? Oh, <laughs> uh, I've talked mad enough shit about Dirty Ron and Brian Alvarez. I think. Um, yeah, I just them before. Yeah. Okay. I, I love I love Brian. He, he's my buddy, and you know I got nothing good to say about the Empire. <laughs> and I really enjoyed my time, you know, when I was more of a character there, and haven't really I haven't I just haven't followed wrestling in like four or five years. I just I mean, who the, who who can blame you? I mean, it, it's more interesting now, of course, but you know, the last four or five years have been pretty pretty dire. So yeah, I don't I don't blame you. You know what? It's a great time to get in on AEW, man. Yeah. Daniel Bryanson or a uh, Daniel Jesus. What, I know I, you can't <laughs> escape it. Uh, Brian yeah. Danielson is, is feuding now with Hangman Page, and he's had a nice little, uh, at least for one week, um, like a little mini heel turn yeah. to where he's just so, beating the shit out of people. It's it's great. It's a good time to jump back in. The first and only AEW show I've ever seen was the one I went to two weeks ago in St. Louis. Yeah, you said and nothing but good stuff, right? Nothing but good stuff. That that was a dark taping. It was so enjoyable. It was a great two and a half, three hours of wrestling. Yeah, I real really simple, enjoyed. simple stuff. Yeah. Not not like yeah, not like crazy booking. All logical, all fun. Some squashes, en- enough some, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, good. Yeah. Well, speaking of enough stuff, I think we have enough stuff here. It's been almost an hour. Right, nobody right, cut. Nobody could listen to you for an hour. Hell no. <laughs> 
It's certainly no. not about a specific telev- long-run <laughs> television show. Like The Simpsons? Mm. See what I did there? That was a nice little plug. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Pizza, I really appreciate you coming on here, man. It's always good to talk to you. It's crazy that we've stayed friends this long and haven't killed each other, but you're pretty cool sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks. I appreciate it. H- happy to do it. I'll come back anytime when you guys, uh, when, you know, if you want me to talk more shit on Jim Valley, I'll be happy to do it. <laughs> you know what uh, might need to be maybe, resurrected? Maybe me, and you, maybe me and you cut out a brood out of the whole picture. That makes yeah, sense. Okay. Uh, maybe we need to resurrect the old uh, comedy sin- uh, comedy suplex wrestling league once in a while. Mm, now you're talking, but I want to have one addition if we do that. What? My first draft pick <laughs> is going to be is going to be long hair witch nose. <laughs> All right, deal. <laughs> Shaking the hand. So, man, I appreciate you being here, DJ Convoy. As always, I appreciate you joining me. Also. For Brute McVeigh's Wrestling Review, see you later.